Welcome to Shot of Spirituality. Each episode aims to give you a Jewish spiritual lens for living your life in the present moment. I'm your host, Rabbi Josh Snyder, and I'm the Executive Director of Goucher Hillel. This week we are going to talk about harnessing humility. The Talmud tells a story, a story as Jewish as any you have ever heard. A story of an argument that took place 500 years earlier. Not just any argument, a holy argument. For three years, we are told, the students of the House of Shammai argued with the students of the House of Hillel. Each claimed that their logic supported their version of the halakha, or Jewish law. Neither side budged from their position. Finally, a voice from heaven proclaimed, Elu ve'elu divrei Elohim chayim. Both these and those are the words of the living God. But the halacha is in accordance with the house of Hillel. The rabbis of the Talmud ask of that moment, Why, if both of their words are those of the living God, is the halacha in accordance with Hillel? The answer is not that the house of Hillel's arguments were more well-reasoned, or that they were more forceful. The reason is that they were humble, agreeable and forbearing, showing restraint when affronted, and when they taught the halakha, they would teach both their own statements and the statements of the house of Shammai. Moreover, when the house of Hillel formulated their teachings and cited a dispute, they prioritized the statements of the house of Shammai to their own statements, in deference to them. This is only one of a number of stories throughout Jewish tradition praising humility. Humility, or anava in Hebrew, means at its core a lack of arrogance or pride. Humility is a trait that is often misunderstood in contemporary life. One misunderstanding is to conflate humility with a denial of self-actualization or a lack of self-confidence. Another misunderstanding is that humility is almost always fake and hypocritical. Like the example of a person making a show of how sorry they really are, or how little they want the limelight, while in reality, all they are doing is drawing more attention to themselves. Perhaps humility is misunderstood because it is so hard to cultivate in our times, or truly, in any time. Throughout Jewish history, there has been a strand of thought concerned with intentional improvement of our moral character. Eventually, whole texts were written devoted to moral development, or Musar, as it came to be called. In many of these Musar texts, there is a sequential journey of traits to be developed over time, where you have to at least get a basic level of step one to move on to step two, and so on. The anonymously written Orchot Sadikim, or Paths of the Righteous, a 15th century German work, posits that abandoning arrogance and harnessing humility is at the root of all moral improvement. According to Orchot Sadikim, true humility is manifested in six ways, which are stunningly relevant and fresh more than 600 years after their writing. Humility shows through restraining one's anger when one is put down, taking losses in stride, not allowing praise to swell one's ego, taking success in stride, and not letting it change us at our core. 
asking for forgiveness when we have made mistakes, and speaking softly and with regard for every person. In the end, humility, according to Urchot Sadikim, is the one virtue that rather than causing envy in others, causes them to see our true greatness. It is a seeming contradiction that Judaism's architect and greatest leader, Moses, is also its great paragon of humility. The story is told in the book of Numbers that Aaron and Miriam, Moses' siblings, began to complain and murmur against him and his wife and his leadership and his connection with God. Has God only spoken through Moses, they complain? Has God not also spoken through us? The Torah tells us that God heard their complaints and then adds that Moses was very humble, more than any person on the face of the earth. The Midrash tells us that Moses was actually in their presence when Miriam and Aaron complained, and yet he did not rise to the bait of their slander. This is only the more impressive when we consider that God cannot help but react in anger in Moses' defense. Humility is a trait that has become devalued in the era of any attention is good attention. But it is one that is more important now than it ever was. As we face political change and a winter of challenge and uncertainty, now is the moment to bring humility back into our daily lives. Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs, recently of blessed memory, the previous Chief Rabbi of the United Kingdom, may have said it best when he wrote of humility. Humility means that you are secure enough not to need to be reassured by others. It means that you don't feel you have to prove yourself by showing that you are cleverer, smarter, more gifted, or successful than others. You are secure because you live in God's love. God has faith in you, even if you do not. You do not need to compare yourself to others. You have your task, they have theirs, and that leads you to cooperate, not compete. This means that you can see other people and value them for what they are. They are not just a series of mirrors at which you look only to see your own reflection. Secure in yourself, you can value others. Confident in your identity, you can value the people not like you. Humility is the self turned outward. It is the understanding that it's not about you. When we place the self at the center of our universe, we eventually turn everyone and everything into a means to our ends. That diminishes them, which diminishes us. Humility leans living by the light of that which is greater than me. When God is at the center of our lives, we open ourselves up to the glory of creation and the beauty of other people. The smaller the self, the wider the radius of our world. Shot of Spirituality is a short-form podcast from Goucher Hillel, focusing on Jewish spiritual concepts. Brought to you by Goucher Hillel, and written, hosted, and produced by Rabbi Josh Snyder. Shot of Spirituality is offered in the spirit of the teaching of the sage Hillel the Elder, 
who was once asked to teach a potential convert the entire Torah while he stood on one foot. So Hillel taught him, That which is hateful to you, do not do to your fellow. That is the whole Torah. All the rest is commentary. Now go and study. If you would like to follow up with more study, feel free to follow the links in the episode description.